Hey guys, how you living? Are you doing well? Good, glad to hear that. In this episode, me and brother Jason Summers talked about sports and all across the board. We started off with baseball, we snuck into basketball, and then started talking about a little college football, and we had a few minutes of the NFL at the very end. We definitely needed more time to talk about the NFL, but brother Jason's got an offspring he needs to go pick up, and I don't want to hold him from that any longer, but we'll talk about the NFL more a little, get a little closer to the season. Anyway... Please go to Facebook, please go to Instagram, please go to Twitter, go to all the fronts and click subscribe, uh, click follow, all of the things, all the fronts. I've shared all of the all of the links on all my pages. Go to the GoFundMe if you guys feel up to donating some dollars to help us upgrade the podcast. This is the first month that we are on a broadcaster plan through Podomatic, which is about 50 bucks a month, and one of our YouTube, Rick, uh, Rick one of our YouTube uh viewers has donated fifty dollars for the first month so thank you rick and uh, anybody else that wants to donate dollars it's fifty dollars a month for the plan that i'm on right now and i have to do that to keep uploading episodes so please donate anything that you can any little bit helps uh share the page if, if if you can't donate just share it and maybe somebody else can so i've linked that up it's pinned to the top of my facebook page to the top of my instagram page and to the top of my uh What's the other one? Twitter page. So, yeah. Please do that. And I'm going to go outside and figure out what the fuck is going on, ladies and gentlemen. Have a wonderful day and a world full of shitty people. Don't be those people. Be a good person. Without further ado, episode number 15 of Sports Talk featuring Jason Summers. Enjoy, motherfuckers. Hey, guys. How you living? We're not ready to do that yet. That's intro sounds. Start doing the intro. Brother Jason, how you living, buddy? A-okay. A-okay. You know who we're not living as good as today? Mike Trout. I'm telling you, man. So, yeah, I'm going to see if I can find that uh, that picture I was just looking at on here to, to break. Do you have those numbers in front of you, how they break down? Got it right here, man. So, for the good listeners out there, this is the first sports talk we've done in a while. Actually, I think the last one that we did was... Um, College football is still still going on, yeah. I believe. So, yeah, a lot's gone down since then, and uh, we're probably going to be doing some more sports talks coming around the corner because baseball season is kicking back up, and that's definitely my thing. I'm definitely a baseball head more so than other shit. So, speaking of baseball, why don't you go ahead and let the good people of the world how know how much money Mike Trout's going to be raking in over here the next couple of days? What was it, uh, 400 and some odd million over the next 12 years, basically for the rest of his uh, baseball career. Uh, just to break that down, he'll be making $222,222 per regular season game, $66,978 per at bat, $24,691 dollars per inning and i don't know how they figured this up right here if they just took it off an average or whatever but it says one thousand six hundred and forty five dollars per pitch for the next 12 years i would imagine that they went back and looked at his uh looked at his uh i guess average pitch count per ab right and just just did it like yeah that. had to had to yeah but i will say this this is the first player to receive that kind of money that actually deserves it Absolutely. That's exactly what I was listening to today when they came out with it. Um, You know, he's made uh, All-Stars, what, 
seven or six of the seven seasons or whatever. Yeah, seven of the eight. He's only missed All Stars once. Um, so he, he, you're right. Now you take a look at the old other guy that was in the uh, up in the capital, uh, Mr. Harper. You know, yeah. he was he was hoping that he could get uh, you know Trout to hold out and come paired up with him. But yeah, he's pretty vocal about that in a couple interviews. The Phillies couldn't afford that. No way. Not at all. Well, not only could they not afford that, but does he really want to go play with Bryce Harper? I've heard a lot of people don't like Bryce Harper. So this is what you got to think about. And I was kind of thinking about, you know, just chatting with you here and there since then about it. Um, you know, did Bryce Harper, did he not perform last year? Because what he hit, he hit like a measly low 200. Yeah, he, was, he was batting 215 at yeah. one point. Okay. So was he doing that because he didn't want to be where he was at? Or was he – that was my thing. Was he unhappy where he was at because he wasn't getting the contract? Um, Maybe. But there was – not to cut you off, but there was there was some other shit going on because around that time, that was when Strasburg and Scherzer were fighting in the dugout. Right. And there was a lot of weird shit going on. This cough drop's got my mouth watering a lot. But a lot of weird, weird shit going on in Washington like right. at that time. So he might not have wanted to play there, but – I didn't mean it. No, no, no. That's that's exactly what I I couldn't remember if it was last year, year before, whatever. But yeah, I mean, so so that's kind of what you know. I take a look at was he, you know, unhappy where he was playing at last year because he didn't get the contract. You know, you take a look at all these pro athletes that. They don't get their contract, so, hey, I'm going to whine, I'm going to cry, I'm going to sit out the season, or I'm going to demand a trade, or, you know, not do this, not do that. Um, yeah, he was a diva. Yeah, okay. So now the Phillies got to put up on So, I mean, you know, as a Braves fan, not a diehard Braves fan is what you are. Um, I do like Braves. I do like yeah. baseball. Um, we just got to see him in a Phillies uniform now. And I'm, I'm fine with that. And um, – I was listening to Tiki and Tierney the other day, and Tierney seems to believe that this is going to be Bryce Harper's year. Did you hear that? Did you hear him say that the other day? He's like, dude, Bryce Harper's going to come out. He's going to rake. He's going to hit 40-plus home runs. What was his contract? For 10 years, $390 million? Yeah, I think With so. With like a no-trade clause? Like I he think can't, so, yeah. Can't he can't be traded. Um, so Which is either very smart or very, very dumb right. on, on, on the Phillies' part. Right. And by the way, Mike, I see you out there talking about Coach Tex. Tex Winter passed away four months ago. You know Tex Winter? I don't. He was the assistant coach for uh, Phil in in Chicago. Phil Jackson? Mm-hmm. Anyway, well, one of one of the one of the YouTube chatters, I, and I honestly I had to uh, had to Google it real quick, but yeah, he was a uh, he also did some work for the Lakers back yeah. in the day. But anyway, uh, I just that's, wanted to wanted to point other, that out before we move move further on. They're a whole other basket case. Yeah, right. But <laughs> but yes, we're just gonna have to get used to seeing this guy in a Phillies uniform now, and I don't mind that at all because if you ask me. The Phillies just ever since that whole, what was it, Cole Hamels and uh, shit, who was it? Was it Matt Harvey? They had they had the all Roy Oswalt, right? They had all those stud pitchers. Ever since they got rid of all those guys, they've not done anything since. Right. And who was the? Uh, he was Mike. Who was the big? Uh, 
Big first baseman, Crook. black black guy. Oh, uh, uh, Howard. Yeah, Ryan Howard. Ryan Howard. Yeah, you know, I remember him in his prime. You know, watching him play yeah. for the Phillies against the Braves, and I don't know. Tables have turned. Everybody picked you know the Nationals to come out on top between them and the Mets last year. Come out on top of the uh, NL East, and yeah. you see what happened. I mean, it, well, and obviously the Nationals have run the table in the East over the last few years because right. one, the Braves have been awful. Phillies have been awful. The Mets and the Marlins are the Mets and the Marlins. Right. And it's literally just been it, – they've been the Patriots of this division. Right. And they've been able to run away with it. But now the tables have turned vastly. Yes. And the Mets have signed uh, – what's his name? Tim uh, Tito to another. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Real Muto. Didn't they right. get Real Muto? Yeah. And uh, – now the Phillies obviously have Bryce Harper, which might breathe a little bit of new life into Phillies' fan base. And just to be perfectly honest, right. Bryce Harper's face being on the fucking screen is going to bring a lot of people to the stadium. Right. And that could have a lot to do with uh, that could have a lot to do with how they end up playing. Right. So, so you you talk about these big contracts and everything. You know, you mentioned Tiki and Tierney earlier. Yeah. I was listening to him today. You know, while working and. Uh, uh, Tyrion, either I think it might have been Tiki. He said that I don't think Tierney was there today, was he? No, they, one of them wasn't there yesterday. I don't know yeah, which one. Was I don't think he wasn't there yesterday. Right? Somebody they, they they made a good point today that you know Anaheim they they can afford to pay Trout that because they are one of the biggest sports markets absolutely in America, if not the world. You know, so I mean they can afford. They were saying something by the time they throw the first pitch. Out in Anaheim, they would basically break even on a contract. On like his this. contract, on a contract like that, and that's hard to believe. It's a lot of money, man. But but that's what he, that's what he he stated. And you, you try to sit back and think about that. I mean, it it's insane. Insane. So you see, you see young kids that uh, you know right now we're 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 just getting picked up in uh, little league ball around here, and you, you see some of these kids that you know that watch Sports Center and yeah, see how much money. You know these athletes are making, and you know that's what kids want to do. They want to play baseball. They want to play football. Um, now, you think that's got a little bit to do with the the decline in uh, like test scores and things of that sort? And I mean, it college could, graduates, and it possibly could. I mean, you, I know this is venturing out of sports, but no, no. I mean, it possibly could because I mean, a lot of kids that's their dream. You know, yeah. For I sure. just just take it for an example. You know, I asked my little boy what he wants to do. When he gets older, you know, he wants to play football. He hasn't played a lick of tackle football yet because he's not old enough. He's big yeah. enough, but he's not old enough. So now you ask him that again in four or five years when somebody's already laid the wood on him a couple of times, yeah. he might change his mind, you know. So it, it's hard to say. Yeah, I was that way. I wanted to do that too, but I was I was always very big. I was actually I was actually a lot like your kid. I was I was a I was a big kid, and I right. was like at least just about a foot taller than everybody else around me. Yeah. And I I was scared to hit them because I was so much bigger than they were. I was scared to hurt people. So right. I didn't do so well in football because I wouldn't follow through with a hit just because I didn't want right. to hurt anybody. Yeah, so, I mean, you, you just take a look at, you know, when you talk to kids and you ask them what they want to do. Yeah. You know, or, or who's their favorite team, you know, and – no, my little boy, 
he's got a different football team every year. It's whoever he plays for, you know, in flag football. Yeah. Okay, so one year, one year it's the Texans. The next year it's the Saints. Um, I forget who he was this past year, but he's never been the Cowboys, so he never pulls for the Cowboys. God love him. Right? So if you, if you ask him, in general, it's the Panthers. And why is it the Panthers? Because, you know, you, you got people like that stick out as, you know, superstars like Cam Newton. And then you're going to take a look at the baseball side yeah. of it. Bryce, dude, he had no clue who Bryce Harper was until last year, All-Star game during the Home Run Derby. No clue. You know, and that's what's funny about that is kids that don't don't like follow sports like we do, obviously because they don't quite understand them, will will be geared towards that that uh, what do you call it? the stardom of that? Like right. Cam Newton does a lot of work with youth and with kids and stuff like that. Right. And he creates fans all over the board. Uh, every every week when he's when he's tossing those footballs to right. uh, to a kid in the stands, he's creating fans left and right just by showing that he's willing to do that. But it's awful because these kids don't understand what a garbage quarterback he is. One, forgive me, and I know I say this not just because he went to Auburn, but also like he he was not a, a good role model. For a very long time, I mean, he he may very well could be now, right? But for a very long time, he was not. And I, you know, I absolutely one thousand percent agree with what you're saying. I do think he's turned a little bit. Yeah, I, I think I wrecked straightened him up. Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, just like you said, throwing footballs in the stands, or that's a big you deal. Know, scoring a touchdown, doing a Superman, and taking it. You know, yeah. he does that kind of thing. But this is what you ask yourself when you see that in baseball. What do you see in baseball? What and, and I don't know if it's something that the players can't do it because, you know, they don't have that much access to fans yeah. or, or do they just not want to do it? I mean, you don't see Bryce Harper taking a bat and, you know, going to give it to a kid after he hits a oh, home Oh, yeah, run. for sure. Right, you know. So, I mean, kids, kids like the interaction with the, you know, the players that interact with the fans. Oh yeah, and plus, and plus, when they see him rake in, in a home run derby, just just hitting right. meatballs that his dad's throwing to him, right? Then you know that's that that's impressionable. You know that right. that'll leave a pretty big impression on a kid, right? Well, hey, we only got thirteen more days to open a day. Thirteen days, Braves. man. Number thirteen, Ronald Acuna Jr., our MVP this year. Hopefully, stays hot. Hopefully, stays healthy. Hopefully stays everything that he has been staying by, even in spring. And I know that you really can't judge from spring, but he's been raking in spring, man. Yes, sir. I mean, doing really well. And I'm very, very excited to watch what this year brings. There's been a couple injuries in spring ball, too. I mean, half our bullpens down. Yeah. Uh, there hasn't been any big names. Right. But I'm just saying, but you, you're seeing some, you know, I think I forget who it was. A big pitcher. They've they've shut him down for the rest of the spring. Fulty, Fulty, Fultonevich. Yeah, he's 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 done. He's done. He's gonna start the season on the IR. Well, uh, and in other 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 places in baseball, Dustin Pedroia is gonna be starting the season on the IR uh, or whatever they call it in baseball on the injured list. Right. Yeah. Deal. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah. There's there's. See, that's probably why a lot of people don't play in spring. You know, right. a lot of those players don't play in spring. It's Absolutely. probably just like like uh, like what's his name sitting out of the bowl games that don't matter. Uh, Cooper. Yeah. Yeah. 
doesn't, man. It, does, it, yeah, it, doesn't. it means it means absolutely, you know, nothing to them. I mean, as a, I mean, I guess as if I was an owner and I just inked you to a four hundred and whatever million dollar contract. Yeah. I mean, take a look at Bryce you, Harper. Sit your ass down. Hey, what happened to Bryce Harper the other day? Took one's an ankle. Sure did. And I guarantee they're going to think twice before they put him right back in the lineup. Absolutely. I mean, because it can come off at the hand, break a hand, you know, whatever. Yeah. I mean, you just got to think about all those things. Yeah, for those not familiar, Bryce Harper literally just signed the second largest. It was the first until today. Yeah, and I say until today. Right. He signed the largest deal of all time, and then he took a uh, – was it a – was it a, a pitch or was yeah, it, a, it was a pitch? He took a pitch to the ankle, and that's that's like that's literally they don't call it the Achilles heel for nothing, man. Right. Like that's that's the make or break in a baseball player, man. Just being able to to be quick off the off the gun, man. That's not ideal for that's not ideal for the Phillies at all. Right. Chances you take, man. Yeah. No trade clause, you're guaranteed money. I mean, absolutely. So, what I'll take, I mean, pay me that kind of money. I'm going to stand in there and go for it. Yeah, right. So. Yeah, exactly. You give me that kind of money. I mean, I'm going I'm to do something. I definitely ain't going to be pulling no Manny Machado crawling up to first base. Right. By the way, see, so now that. And I was just listening a while ago. Think about this, and uh, then we'll then we can, uh, for time reasons, we'll move on to uh, we'll move on to uh, college basketball after this. March Madness is is at the door. We're in it. But um, think about this: you got Mike Trout, twelve years. You got Bryce Harper, ten years. You got Manny Machado for like what seven years or yeah. something like that, seven, yep. and you got Rio Muto. They signed him for like a pretty pretty extended right contract, and uh, Aaron Judge in New York is still got a few years in his contract, oh. and John Carlos Stanton as well. That means that all of the quote unquote best players in the game are locked up. For the end of their career right now, like right. basically they're going to spend their entire careers where they are right now. Right, and I wonder what that means for the rest of baseball. You know, baseball is such a—I mean, it's such a crazy thing because I mean, you don't see those kind of contracts anywhere else. Not at all. I mean, take a look at you know NFL. You know, you, yeah. got, you got guys bouncing around because they can't get a contract, or you know, look at the NBA. I mean. That's insane. You know, in Major League Baseball, it's just, I don't know if they make more money or, you know, they bring in more money or what. I mean, yeah. I, I have no clue. But, I mean, I mean, between two players, you're almost talking 700 almost $800 million. Yeah. You know? The bulk of that, yeah, the bulk of the money available in each, each franchise is going to those guys. Right. And... And I, 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 like I said, I don't, I don't mind that that Mike Trout gets this kind of money because right. he deserves it. He right. literally is the best player in the game, right? And I will argue that to the end of time. He's he's the best. He's the goat right now. Right. He's the goat in the game right now. He's he's the best player that's on the field. And 
I would say any position, and he finally is getting the money that he's owed. And but people like Bryce Harper, and granted, it could be people like Bryce Harper dealing with a Max Scherzer and Steven Strasburg situation right. where where they know they're not they're not going to win because they're mentally beaten, or it could be Manny Machado like I don't really care where I'm at right now because they only got me for a year. They're only using me to get to the playoffs and try to win a World Series, right. and that's all I'm here for. So maybe I'm not going to run it out so much. Maybe this money that they're getting right now will force them to perform at their peak abilities. Right. So I do understand that that's it. I'm taking that into account as well, but man, I just don't see anybody other than Mike Trout who deserves the kind of money that they've been getting lately. You're right. And not only that, if people would have been paid according to what they actually deserve, how much cheaper do you think this Mike Trout deal would have been just in relation to where the other ones stand? Because these garbage players, not not to say that they're bad. I'm, I'm sure Bryce Harper's a great a great player. He right. he obviously got here for a reason. But people who are not near as good as Mike Trout, who are getting close to what he's getting, right. and well, what does that say for what? what Mike Trout's ability as a player is worth compared to that of Bryce and Manny and yeah. JT. Well, well, I'll tell you, man, um, on CBS, this afternoon, CBS Sports Radio with uh, Tiki and Tyranny, uh, I think it was Tyranny, he, he legitimately, he, he backed up the uh, Trout deal 100%. He says, if anybody deserves a baseball contract like that right now, it's Mike Trout because Absolutely. he's proved himself. Agreed. So... I don't know, but let me ask you a quick question getting off the baseball subject. What do you think about the whole Laker-LeBron James thing? As a whole or just recently? Just just the whole the whole spill, how it's gone from uh, LeBron going to the Lakers, being able to take them to the playoffs, to wanting players traded, to you know Rondo sitting – you know, away from the team during the games, and then and then now it comes out that the Lakers were trying to. They gave an option to. They were looking to trade LeBron at, at a point this year. I don't see why they wouldn't have wanted to. Uh, here's the thing: if you were LeBron James and you stayed in Cleveland, they're going to put a stat. They're probably still going to put a statue of LeBron up in Cleveland, right? But you're going to be literally the greatest player in their franchise. And I have to give it to Asher for pointing this one out uh, in a sports talk we had with him. Are you even starting in your in your L.A. Lakers f- five of all time? Are you even on that team as LeBron James? Are you a starter on – if you were to put a super team together of all-time Lakers – is LeBron part of that starting squad? Now, now, let me ask you a question. Are you referring to what LeBron's done in his NBA career or just what he's done with the Lakers? Obviously with the Lakers. Okay. So, no, absolutely not. Because to me, I don't think LeBron's proved himself as a Laker yet. Not at all. I mean, and and you see these guys that, uh, you know, basically it looks like the Lakers just gave up. You 100%. know, me, NBA fan here, I mean, I'm not really – I don't sit down at nighttime and watch it. Um Nothing else on TV. Yeah. I'll watch it, you know, whatever. Absolutely. I don't have to be home for it. I don't give a shit until playoffs. Right. So, you take a look at this, and and every time you turn it on, it's about LeBron James, you know, wanting this person. Like, they tried to get, what's his name, Anthony Davis? 
Yeah. And and, and no they one wanted, was just fucking with right. him. They, they wanted just, so much for him. Yeah. You know. So here's they the never thing. had any intention of trading him to the Lakers. Exactly. So this is what you got to look at now. I mean, when they do the lottery, I guess the Lakers will be yeah. in that lottery draw, or whatever. Hell, can you imagine if the Lakers somehow or another lucked up and got the first ping pong ball? Whatever the hell they do. I don't know how they do that. I don't understand it, but, I mean, I know when they put them in, everybody's got a shot at getting the first pick. Yeah, absolutely. I, I just don't know. I feel like the Lakers may deserve it just because they they gambled on the greatest player in, in the game right. right now and lost. Yeah. You know, and I don't – the Lakers franchise is too prestigious to – to hang one on like this. So, so who do you who do you blame for for the letdown of the Lakers? Do you do you blame Magic? Kind of. Okay. So, so here's the thing: they didn't go out to get anybody before the trade deadline. No. I mean, that's that's no. it. They. This is the thing, and and I feel that this is. And the Lakers, Magic knew what he was getting into when he when he brought LeBron over. He's taken the greatest player, and I'm arguing right now on on the basis that LeBron is the greatest active player in the game. Right. Just I don't think there's a lot of argument in that, uh, it, it, as far as everybody being on the same page. I think that they're taking the the greatest player in the game right now away from a position to where Tyron Lue was nobody. Tyron Lue was nobody in right. Cleveland. LeBron was that coach. Tyron Lue had the title. LeBron was the coach of that team. And the front office at Cleveland are going to let LeBron do whatever he wants to do. He has had that ever since he's been in the league. He had it when he went to Miami. They let him do whatever the fuck he wanted in Miami. They right? They they did oh, everything absolutely. that they wanted to. They formed the whole team around him. Whenever he went back to Cleveland, they did the same exact thing. They formed the whole team around him. He was in charge of everything. And Magic Johnson knew that. Right. If Magic thought he was gonna get LeBron to come and listen to him, like, hey, I'm Magic Johnson, but LeBron's like Psh. I'm LeBron James. So, so you, 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 it's funny you mentioned Tyron Lue. So when uh, you, they're saying that Luke Walton will be out as Lakers coach this year. This is it for him. He's done after the season's over with. Do you see? Did you hear who they said that they were? It's a possibility that could come into LA to coach. Tyron Lue. Tyron Lue. You know why? Because I guess. I don't know. I guess LeBron and him, you know, have a pass. I don't know. Because he'll stand to the side and let LeBron right. say, this is what we need to do. I'll call right. the game. Because, dude, if you listen to – I've said it before and as a joke. Tyron Lou always looks like he can't hear what you just said. Like, all the time. He always looks like that. Like, right. he's just confused. Right. He looks like he doesn't understand what's going on on the court at all times. Right. And I don't think that that's too far off, man. I just think that – Literally, LeBron was coaching that team when Tyron Lue was there. And if they do bring in Tyron Lue, then is Magic going to turn his team over to LeBron James? Because let's be honest, that worked in Cleveland. I mean, they're going to have to go out and get somebody because LeBron has nobody. I mean, if you're sitting here and you have nobody in Cleveland. Well, I mean, who do you have in Cleveland? I mean, outside outside of Kyrie, when Kyrie got traded, who do you have? Kevin Love wasn't doing shit. Come on, man. 
No, I'm just kidding. I, like was I said, he? no, no, no. Like I said, I don't, I don't follow basketball enough to say yes. He yeah. did have somebody there, but, but here's the thing: is like, you, you see what you know. You just hear about it, okay? Sports Center, first thing that comes on, Lakers lose again. Next to the night, Knicks. Lakers lose again. Lakers lose again. And then you have some dude that blocks LeBron James' shot that nobody's even heard of until just the other day because yeah. he blocked LeBron James' winning shot. You know. They keep them from going to win in the game. So so you just ask yourself is I think LeBron passed Jordan on what point scored this year? Yeah. All time. Alright, so I I don't know. Do, do you want the headache on your team? I don't think so. And and but here's the thing, and everybody's talking a lot of shit about LeBron. You should have never left Cleveland. You should have never done this. And I I put a lot of that on Magic just because Magic was the one that got in his ear and got in his head and said, hey, come to L.A. I got you. You know, just I got you. Come to L.A. I, I, we'll take care of you. We'll, we'll win in L.A. We'll get you. We'll get you. You'll be part of the most elite company in right. basketball history. And I believe that when it comes down to it, Magic really didn't do a whole hell of a lot to try to put a team together around LeBron that he's comfortable with. And right. I don't think that he wants to deal with – and I know that uh, LeVar Ball is not near as involved today as oh. he was in the beginning with his kids' day-to-day -day life. Is? Probably because LeBron James is like, Absolutely. listen, I'm sorry, but I ain't going to deal with this bullshit. If I come to L.A., you're going to have to you know, put, put, put your dog on a leash, basically. You right. know what I mean? Absolutely. And uh, – and I just I feel like that's exactly what happened. And, and you mentioned in uh, MJ, does this LeBron going to LA thing sort of feel like MJ when he went to the Wizards? Just like, just because he still wanted to play. Just because he still wanted to play. And well, here, here obviously, obviously MJ was well further on in his right, you know, career. LeBron's not near as close to retiring now as MJ was at that point. Well, here's what you ask yourself. I mean, so you, you got the first-year test run, okay? Yeah. I don't know what LeBron's contract was when he went to L.A. or whatever. So, I mean, now you're going into an offseason. You already know you're not making the playoffs. Yeah. They've already shut some people down and what have you. So, I mean, do you clean house with what's in there and bring people in to mold around LeBron, or do you just – I mean, what do you do? That's what you have to do. That's that's what you're going to have to do to win. And people that, that say, oh, well, LeBron's a diva. Why can't he just win with what's there? It's because that's not his style of play. That's not his game. That's not what he's done in his entire career. Like, And my uh, Magic Johnson has to have known that. Like, you can't you – can't, expect LeBron James to just literally change everything about how he's played the game for right. how many, however many years now that he's been in the league. You can't expect him to just change everything just because he's gone to, you know, just because he's going to a new team. If you want to win, then you're going to have to play LeBron's game. Because I don't think one, I believe he's got a little of that that Manny Machado, Bryce Harper about him to where I'm not gonna play as hard because I don't give a fuck about letting these kids win. I believe he gave a shit about the people who showed him the respect that he was deserved, and I feel a lot of like, I feel a lot of similar similar things with that. Like I feel I'm I will want to do better and do more for people who allow me to be myself and to do the things the way that I do them. Like. 
if I'm given the respect that I feel that I am due, then I will be more apt to. You're right. You know. But I'll tell you, and, and then that just goes back to me saying that uh, when it comes to the NBA, man, I, I just have no use really for it. Until it gets Same close, here. because yeah, I, I can't, I, I can't stand whenever these guys, you know, they just they bounce. I mean, I call LeBron James the the NBA whore, you know. I mean, yeah. Hey, I'm going to my, I'm gonna take my talents to Miami. Yeah. All right, and then you bounce back to Cleveland. I mean, come on, you know. He saved himself in that second, and I, I stuck by him when he went back to Cleveland. I talked shit about him when he went to Miami. Right. When he went back to Cleveland, I was like, okay, this guy realized he did something wrong. I'm fine with this. He he's going back. He brought a trophy back to Cleveland. Right. He did something that nobody thought was possible. And I'm like, okay, this he's paving the way to literally be inarguably the greatest of all time. Right. Now I don't feel that same way anymore. But you know what? That's what makes college basketball that much greater. It does because those guys are actually playing to get to the show. And speaking of which, right. That's a very good segue into we got about another we got about another 20 minutes before you got to get out of here, so. Um, it's all right. I'll call her Uber. <laughs> yeah. Sweetheart, you, you guy's name's uh, Jeff. He's driving a uh, Hyundai Elantra. So, you haven't done your bracket yet. I haven't, man. I, I listened to way too much talk like last night, man. Little boy had a game. Get yeah. home. He's in, they go to bed or whatever, and I'm just trying to wind down. I listen to that bracketology crap just to hear what people got to say. And, yeah. And, and that's the worst thing that you can listen to. The more you know, the worse you do, usually. Yeah, exactly right. But you know what? One thing that I just have to say, okay? There's, there's a lot of good talent in the tournament this year, but one thing that I have to say, you got one team. From the state of South Carolina, I believe. Walford? Walford's in South Carolina, right? Yeah, I think okay. so, right? Uh, yeah, all right. So, Walford. Okay. One team in South Carolina in the tournament. What blows my mind is you got a kid, one of the best guards uh, in the nation, from South Carolina, from Dazelle, outside of Sumter. Really? Playing for Murray State. Okay, Murray State's in the tournament. J.A. Morant, I don't know if he's come across your screen or anything, but yeah, he's, he's, yeah, no, he's he's one of he'll be he'll be a top he'll be in the first round pick. And what I don't understand is how does you know Frank Martin or whoever the dude is up in Clemson um, allow a kid like that to get out of your state and to go play for Murray State? Yeah. I mean, and, and, and here he is. Especially now, South Carolina's been sort of establishing itself as a basketball school recently. And, and now Clemson, not not so much, but. I mean, Clemson did make the NIT. Yeah, but that's not in tournament. Alabama made it, too. Yeah, South Carolina made nothing. But still, with, with I mean, I don't know, Frank Martin going to the Final Four or whatever. I mean, that's a pretty big deal. Yeah. I mean, you know, that that just that just aggravates me more than anything when you see talent leaving your state, going to play for and I'm not saying knocking Murray State or anything, but when you think of college basketball, you don't think of Murray State. Okay? Yeah, exactly. All right. So you think of your, your power five schools. All right. And uh so that that's just I don't know. I think they got them playing they're like a thirteen four or something like that, you know, somewhere around there. Um 
I don't know. I, I tell you what, this year's bracket is going to be probably one of the best tournaments that we've had in a long time. Why do you think that is? Um, just because I don't think there's a dominant team. You know, everybody says that Duke is going to run the field with with Zion back. Don't get me wrong, Zion's a monster, dude. He is. He's a true freshman monster. All right. Absolutely. But they won the ACC tournament. Okay. They beat North Carolina by one. Right. Yes, only by one. Right. So this is what I this one. You know who I'd like to see Duke match up with, and, and it's possible it can happen. I think because I think Tennessee is uh, down in the lower bracket. Maybe I, I would love to see them match up with Tennessee somewhere along the line. I don't know if they can or not. <clears throat> I, I, you know what? Let me get on it. I might have that happening in mind. I I I just. Uh, I mean, because Tennessee's got some big guys. Uh, no, they w- they wouldn't be able to meet until like the final four or championship game. But but all I'm saying is with Duke, they can't shoot a three, man. I have noticed that 100 percent just in the in the last because I, I only games I watch like I don't watch anything until March Madness, right? But I did I do watch Duke North Carolina, right? You know every every time. But uh, yeah, they were just. Throwing up brick after brick past three point line, it was just not working right. for him. So, so I just just watching, you know, uh, the uh, North Carolina Duke game the other night. I mean, you know, Zion when he when he came back to play, um, you know, he come into play and and all, every point that I seen, you know, I watched him score was a dunk. Okay. Yeah. So if you if there's somebody along that line that's going to press him and make him play the outside and shoot from the outside and keep the middle shut down, I mean, Duke could get in trouble. They could get in trouble. Well, yeah. So I mean, what is he, Shaq? Um, you know that's a big boy, man. I, I would have to say he could. He, is that what he is? He can't shoot, but he can just knock you the fuck out of the way and get to the goal. I guess because I'm gonna tell you what that that dunk that he had the other night, uh, his first basket back, man. Holy cow. He said something I, with that. I thought he took like four steps, but still. I mean, the power that this kid has. What is it with that? Damn, fine. Because I kept having to watch the replay. I'm like, wait a minute. That's, that's more than two steps right there. They, there's so many times that I've said. And like I said, I don't, basketball's not, I'm a baseball guy. But right. I see it so much in videos oh, yeah. that people post online like you know, with with players like LeBron just driving, the, driving through the lane and – like they count one, two, three, right. four, five. No then, dribble, ball in hand, yeah. going for the shot. Right. Why is that not regulated more? Man, you got me, and it's an, it drives me crazy. But here's the thing, man. Um, you take a look at an athlete like this that comes out of high school, straight into college. Guarantee that Zion could win NBA. Yeah. Could have went to the NBA. So you take a look at a kid like this, man, and, and sometimes you ask yourself, are the referees really, you know, looking at the feet whenever they're, you know, doing that? Or are they just waiting to watch the, the action theirself? Yeah. I mean, because. I actually got Purdue losing to Tennessee, or Tennessee losing to Purdue. Do you? Okay. See, so, so when you take a look at your bracket and everything like that, and you try to pick out that one dark horse that's going to yeah. roll with it this year. Um, that's going to be the you know, the Florida Gulf Coast or uh, or whatever. So, man, I'm going to tell you a team that I think that's going to I don't think Gonzaga's going to make it out the weekend. You don't think so? No, sir. Do not. 
I hope not, because I got them going to my final four. Do you? Yeah, oh yeah. See, I just don't. I picked, I picked a bench. Uh, I picked a bench uh, bracket. I picked all one seeds in one of them. I got another one where I picked all upsets. Yeah. Well. Well. So. So this is the reason why I say that is because you know you you don't. I mean, me as an East Coast person, yeah. I didn't. I didn't get to watch Gonzaga. Hardly this year, all right? They play in their conference championship to St. Mary's. And I'm not saying knocking St. Mary's, but they lose to St. Mary's by, what, 15, 16 points? Yeah. And they were a number one team at that time in the country. Maybe they're sandbagging. But, I mean, come on, man. Yeah, I know. I mean. I know. I just, I just think I think Syracuse wins first game, first round, and then they, they beat uh, Gonzaga. See, I have – and I, and I only know, like I said, only watch until I don't watch until till now. So right. like I don't know anything about about any of this stuff. But I, that's never changed the that's never changed my bracket in a large way. Knowing knowing the game has never really affected my bracket in a big way. Right. And I don't know, man. I got. Uh, yeah, I got Gonzaga going all the way to the Final Four. I got. I, I mean, got, they could. They I got. Could. North, I got North Carolina winning it all. Do you? Who do you, who you got playing national championship? Duke, North Carolina. Absolutely. You know what, Jay Billis, man, he says that he thinks that that could happen because he says, I mean, North Carolina's playing great ball, dude. Yep. North Carolina's playing red hot great ball. I mean, Duke. I getting, mean, getting two out of three against in-state rivalry right. is a big deal for a season. Well, here, here's what you ask yourself. I mean, you know, first game Duke North Carolina play Zion. Yeah. Zion. He, you know, he calls some kid over and wherever Nike's made shoes to lose his job because he blew out his Nike. Okay, so he missed the second North Carolina Duke game. See, I for sure thought he was going to come back and play in the second Duke North Carolina game, but he. Did. And he said that, and he came back for the tournament. Okay, I think, man, if Zion wasn't playing in the Duke North Carolina game this past weekend, I think North Carolina could probably beat him by fifteen easily. Because shit, with him on the on the court, what they they beat by one. What right. I got, I got it. I got Duke North Carolina over Duke final of one eleven one oh nine. Okay, well, let me ask you this question: What's it going to look like when it comes Saturday when you got Yale facing Belmont? <laughs> Yale facing Belmont. I don't fucking know. Come on, man. Yale's going to beat LSU this weekend. Do you think so? Yes, sir. LSU is the number one team in the uh, SEC. They have the number one seed in the SEC. Yeah, I got I got LSU winning that one. Do you? But I got them losing to Maryland. See, I don't even have Maryland win. So you think it's going to be Yale and... Uh... Yale and Belmont. Belmont's going to beat Temple tonight. Coach for Temple, he's I think he's retiring or something yeah. like that. And then, you know, he rides his horse out tonight on a losing record. Bell, Bell, Belmont and Yale play. <clears throat> Second round, and one of them's going to Sweet 16 or 32, whatever. Hmm. What in the world? Hold on a second. Well, that just happened. <laughs> they just come to tell us Yale was winning it all. They just came to tell us Yale was winning it all. Well, that was the law. Let's see. I think we knocked our camera around a little bit. Let's see here if that's it. 
There we go. <laughs> well, whoever did it was a dick. Yeah, no <clears throat> kidding. Yeah, no shit. Oh well, well that just happened. You probably got to get out. No, 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 man. I got, I got, I got about a good ten minutes. Ten minutes. Okay. Left. Well, let's uh, let's talk about. <laughs> so, so let me let me just give you a piece piece of, if I can give any kind of advice out there, you know, for this basketball tournament. Okay, you know, just listen to Colin Cowherd in the past when he used to be on local radio, and you can't take, um, you know, he says you're gonna have twelves upset of five or whatever. Yeah. If you're doing a bracket for more than entertainment purposes only, don't dig deep down, you know, and take Yale all the way to the national championship or anything. Yeah, like exactly. That. But I, I do have to think that LSU is in a bad state of mind right now. You know, they don't have their head coach. He's suspended because of the whole FBI probe thing, and, and they're not allowing him to coach in the, you know, the tournament. Yeah. Um, they were the number one seed in the SEC tournament. Got knocked out by Florida first round, so so that's why I think that LSU is gone, um, and I think Belmont wins tonight, and then they turn right back around and go play Maryland, and I think they knock Maryland out. So, to me, my I mean, just looking at my final four, I'd probably put Duke back into it. Um, I'm kind of skeptical on Gonzaga. I don't think Gonzaga is going to take it. I mean, I just think they'll get knocked out. Um, I don't know who your bottom your bottom tier team would be. I mean, Michigan. I don't know. I've got Michigan. Uh, let's see. I got Michigan going uh, going down to to Texas Tech, but I got them beating Florida. I got to beat Montana. And then you know, and I think I definitely think Virginia's going to have their guard up pretty good this year after losing, being the first number one seeded. Yeah. You know. Well, I. My obviously this is just my 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 bitch bracket, right? The one that I you know. Where do I got Virginia? Um, UVA. I got them going all the way to losing to Purdue. Purdue. Oh, actually, no. I got them going to my final four. I got them all. Got all one season in final four. So, okay. Yeah. Well, let me, let me ask you this question. What what, what yeah. make what makes you so? I mean, I know you say you don't, I don't know anything game. about okay, it. Okay. So I, you just I, I just I just I just pick. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. You know, I was curious about Purdue. You know, I mean, you take a look at that. I mean, I, I love college sports. I love college. But I mean, I'll. I don't watch college basketball all year round. I will watch them when yeah. it gets towards the end, and I'll listen to the the, the chirping and the and, and everything that people have. Yeah. Um, and then uh, you know my bottom bracket, of course. You know what's going to be awesome is when you get to see uh, North Carolina, Kentucky play in the lead eight. Yeah, exactly. You know, if I, but I, I'm telling you, man, I would love to see Duke if they were able to face a team that's got a big monster just like Zion. I don't know where it's at. Yeah. Or who's got it, but I want to see somebody. You know, go one on one with that big guy. Yeah, I mean, is he Shaq though? Like we're saying, I mean, is he Shaq? Is my man, the, my man's impressive, dude. Just drive the lane. Hey, they're, they're saying Duke could possibly have the first, the the number one and number two pick overall. That's coming up here in the draft, man. Yeah. I mean, you got Zion and then that the other dude Reddish or whatever his name is. Yeah. Um. So so we'll see what happens there. Just one more quick thing I want to jump to real quick for we head off and I got get my Mary Web. Yeah. What you think about all the moves in the NFL so far? I think that the Cleveland Browns are going to be 
head and shoulders better than everybody's expecting them to be, and I think everybody's expecting them to be very good. Right. And I think they're going to be better than that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you've seen on Facebook or not, somebody did the recreation of the Aladdin where uh, uh, Mayfield goes and picks up uh, Odell on the carpet, the flying <laughs> yeah. carpet, and they go back flying through the city or whatever. Yeah. But no, man, I, I really do. Um, you get people all the time saying, hey, uh, is, uh, you know, Cleveland, you know, they're not going to be able to win the division. I'm telling you right now, man, Cleveland. I'm walking right on in. They jump, and I'm not saying they're going to win the Super Bowl or anything like that, but I mean, dude, they jump when they picked up Odell. And they've lost nobody, right? And they gained, what's his name, Kareem Hunt. He's facing eight games. He's got eight game suspension. He comes he's back. He's not second. appealing, though. He's yeah. not appealing. Why and he should he? not. And Why? that's the best thing that he, he could do. He's coming back right after when they, they should be it's, what? Right. Oh, they'll, they'll, they'll be four, I mean, four, five, yeah. and three. Oh, Chubb, man, Chubb is, Chubb, Chubb's good. Chubb can do it. And the other night, I, I kept saying Deshaun Jackson, but I meant Jarvis Landry. Right, you got Jarvis Landry. I meant Drake. Jarvis Landry. I kept saying Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, he's he's Jarvis he's Landry. Tampa Bay. Beckham, Mayfield. Um, you got. Uh, you'll have Cream Hunt coming to town. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I honestly think, man, that. Cleveland could be the team to to beat. I mean, you know, you you have Odell, uh, Odell, you have Antonio Brown out the division now. You have uh, Le'Veon Bell out the division now. So I mean, yeah, it's gonna be fun. Yeah, it will be. I think the NFL is gonna be fun, and you get to see, you know, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Man, Jesus, <laughs> what in the world? What kind of? I don't. I don't really want to say what they said, but if right. if, if whatever, here's the thing: if uh, one of two things are possible here, if somebody has called and tried to fuck us up on this podcast, first of all, fuck you. Second off, if what they said is real and that's happening around here somewhere, right? Oh, Jesus. Because I'm going to tell you, I didn't mean to offend anybody if I said something about their team or said something bad about LeBron James. My yeah. bad. Yeah, no shit. But I still, I still not a big fan of Bryce Harper. I don't care about him. But the guy did say, is there anybody who knows like where you live and like knows that you're doing a podcast and trying to fuck with you? And I was like, I don't have that kind of a fan base. Like I don't have that kind of a following. Seems like they'd be able to track it. Yeah. But I anyway. hope whoever did it has nightmares. Yeah, if that if if somebody really did just just fucking call the cops on us because we're in here doing a podcast, you're a fucking child and you're a piece of shit, child at that. And if somebody really did do whatever the fuck they're doing and and give the wrong address, then that's a whole other story. But right. somebody gave our ad, my address. Not apparently. It scared the hell out of me. Yeah, no shit. I was like, who the fuck is that? Scared me real bad, bro. Dude, I ain't lying, y'all. Like, I walk outside and there's fucking guns blazing. <laughs> Literally. I mean, yes, it is what it is. Oh, well, hopefully they find what they're looking for. Anyway, Brother Jason, I appreciate you being here. Yeah, friend. man. Good Enjoy job. It. We'll, uh, we'll, uh, we'll have to do this before the national championship. Yeah, too. we'll get back into this. We'll get back into this game maybe halfway through the, uh, the bracket. So, uh, anyway. All right, audio folks. Be good people in a world full of shitty people. Don't be one of those people. Be a good person. I love you. I mean it. Peace, bitches.